Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. So this morning, I'm going to answer a question from B-Rad or Brad Tavis, who asked that, uh, and I think this is a good question for all of us to keep front and center in your decision-making process and choice structure. So Brad asked, in your Insane Productivity course, you made this wise statement, don't want what you don't want. Can you provide some insight in creating sacred boundaries to protect yourself from pursuing goals and dreams that actually aren't your goals and dreams? This distinction can be hard to distinguish at times in a world where comparison drives human behavior and performance. Right. So there is a key success principle that says find a model of the what, of what you want and then do what that person has done. Well, way back when, Richard Branson was my model. I mean, come on, the dude just exudes fun and coolness, am I right? Suave looking billionaire who has his own private island and spends a lot of his time wakeboarding with a supermodel on his back. I mean, how sweet is that? So Richard was my model until I got to know him. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the guy and he is cool. But after getting up close and personal with the dynamics of his life, I realized how different we are and how much I did not want his life. You see, Richard thrives on complexity. He likes having 400 plates spinning and he doesn't mind if a few fall and crash. As a result, just by sheer exposure and the law of averages, he and Virgin have 125 lawsuits pending at any one time for most of his professional life. Lawsuits as chairman of the board, he is named in personally. It is part of the game that he's in. He doesn't mind it at all under the gun of all that, he's still cool as a cat. Not me. 125 lawsuits would send me into the loony bin. That is when I realized how much I did not want to be Richard Branson. That setup works for him really well, obviously, and good for him, not me. I realized then how much I thrive on simplicity. I like uncomplicated. I like staying out of the courtroom and the press. And that is a big key for you right here. Live your life in accordance to how you operate best and desire to live. Here's the great challenge you face as an ambitious high achiever. Ambition is a double-edged sword. And that is that sharp edge that you have to continually have in balance and have to continue to calculate. On one side is your drive, that raging fire inside, that striving to grow to do better, to be better, and to make an impact, to create a life and lifestyle unimaginable to the people you grew up with. That's good. Cherish that side of your ambition. On the other side of that sword, your ambition can drive you out of your life. It can drive you way past freedom and back to bondage. Be careful of this side of your ambition. Your ambition can drive you to create new products, open new markets, acquire new companies, start new initiatives, which sounds all fine and dandy, but this requires you to have to hire and be responsible for more employees, invest in bigger facilities and bigger and more expensive operational systems, which radically increases your expenses and cash flow burden, which exposes you to tons more risk, stress and liabilities and an unending demand on your time, attention and schedule. So then you have the opposite of freedom. Your ambition created an albatross of obligation and bondage. You might be adding digits to your bank account, but the boy who cleans your pool has more lifestyle freedom than you do. I'll give you an example from my own life in the attempt to try to convey what I think is one of the most important insights to a high achiever and one that 
is most important for you to obtain. And it is understanding this dual edge sword and learning to walk the edge properly. So many people screw up their lives, their marriages, their health, and their own sanity and life desires by not figuring this out earlier, and most never do until it's too late. So my number one core value is impact. My mission is to positively influence influencers, right? So the best of what I've collected on business from the best in the world is presented at my High Performance Forum. There is nowhere else in the world where you can get what is dispensed to you in two and a half days. And the very best of what I've collected from the best in the world on personal mastery is packaged into insane productivity. Again, it's the very best of 25 years of hard-won, battle-tested human performance insights packed into one program. You never have to buy anything else for personal mastery if you have this. Now, one way to expand the reach and impact of each of these programs is to certify others to teach it and to allow the programs to be licensed and taught in different countries around the world. That would make sense if I wanted to expand my impact, right? And influence more influencers, don't you think? Additionally, one of my other core values is growth, so that's in alignment with that as well. Thus, those would seem like good opportunities, and they might be, but not for me. Here's why. It's not good for me for two reasons, and this is the evaluation filter I'm trying to pass on to you here. Number one, my third core value is excellence. If something cannot be done with excellence, I'd rather not do it at all. I've turned down lots of opportunities that would have earned me lots of money, because it wasn't something that I could feel proud of, and in my heart of hearts I knew wasn't excellent by my high standards, I said no. So having to be concerned about how other people would present my content and then be worried about the experience of those who are receiving it would be more distressing to me than any amount of money would be worth to me. Here's what you need to know. To me, this is my art. I do it because I want to, and I do it because I want to do it the way I want it done. I'm just not comfortable with the paintbrush being in somebody else's hand under my name. Number two, it's just not how I wanna live. I don't wanna be beholden to all these coaches and licensees who think they now have the right to a piece of me. The time, energy, and obligation burden is just not worth it to me. And I emphasize to me. And this is my lesson for you. That is what you have to figure out to walk this sharp edge, to figure out how you want to work and how you want to live. To figure this out for you, write this down. Are you ready? Number one, what are your three core values? Now filter all your choices through that. Then number two, how do you wanna live? And this will, and will this choice that you're about to make increase that or will it decrease that? If you want freedom, let's say money, time, and lifestyle freedom, ask, if I say yes to this, will it increase that desired outcome or will it decrease it? Because on first look, you might want it, but then when you look closer or think about all that you have to do to get that end result, you might just realize, oh snap, I don't want what I thought I wanted. Remember this, you make your choices in life and then those choices become your life. Be careful what you say yes to. Every yes has a long lasting compounding consequence in your life. So I hope that helps Brad and everybody else here. You might wanna play this Darren Daily a few times because this is a big, big life insight, particularly for you high achievers out there. It takes a while to have this one really sink in.